Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. We are back. I am Derek of Gamer Heroes with my partner in crime, John. Yay, yay! Sorry for the wait, guys. I, <laughs> I appreciate you hanging in there. I know, it's been, we took two weeks off, because um, you and I, we traveled on an alternating weeks, so <laughs> that was just bad timing on our part. We planned, we totally planned that. <laughs> hey, at least I, I went out of town on a holiday weekend, I don't know what you were doing. So I was too busy watching, you know, siblings graduate and cousins get married. So <laughs> Aww, that's good times. Cool. Well, that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Well, so we're back. Uh, our last episode two weeks ago or so was um, our interview with Yacht Club Games, the makers of Shovel Knight. So you should check that out if you have not already. And um, man, we just so many like little things to talk about this week. One thing, if any of you are listening and anything seems different at all, uh, this episode is supposed to be the first episode hosted by Blog Talk Radio. What? So, Blog yes. Blog Talk Radio, guys. That's right. We're up in the big leagues. So, so yeah. I'm really excited about it. I've been working uh, with uh, their team, who are really wonderful, and getting everything set up. So, I think that this episode will uh, premiere on Blog Talk Radio. But our whole back catalog will be there, too. So um, if you've if this is in the future and you've been listening to us the whole time, this was when the switch happened. So this is history being made, of course. And we are happy <laughs> you're still with us, people. Your beautiful faces and ears. Because <laughs> they're listening. Come on. They are listening. That's true. This is This is all audio. All audio. Um, so yeah, so that's a big deal. Um, and then on another, so we're, we're part of the Heroes Podcast Network and you can find us at heroespodcast.com and on Facebook and Twitter at Heroes Podcasts. And this week, uh, which will be June 4th, uh, we are hosting an Injustice 2 live tournament on Twitch. With, uh, I think we're gonna have eight fighters. We might have a couple more stragglers come in and make it 10. But this is going to be uh, our first fighting game tournament. John, are you awesome. ready? Oh, I'm way ready. I I, <laughs> I was telling Derek before we started here, you know, I, I've been squeezing in my 15 minutes here and there, fighting a few matches. Um, I'm liking what I see. If, if you if you don't mind, I'm going to dive right into it, kind of just talk about Injustice for a minute here. Sure, yeah, go right ahead. The game has made leaps and boundaries, in my opinion, in comparison to its predecessor. Um Injustice, they mm -hmm. they improved a lot of things, and everybody. I don't know about you or me, but I, I was extremely excited about the um, customization features. They're really cool, I have to say. 
Um, from the time that I've played, I've only gotten through a few matches in the story mode. It'll it, the story mode will progress just like the previous games. It's kind of a Nether Realms like trademark where you play basically as every single fighter at some mm-hmm. point during the storyline, and um, it's great. I, I really like the storyline and I like where they're going with it. It's very reminiscent of, of a few comics. If if you're keeping up with the Injustice comics or if you're a comic fan in in general, it's kind of along the lines of, um, well, the first one was more like Red Sun. This one's kind of more like Earth 2 type stuff. So it's really cool, really cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, so I have it. It's installed on my PS4 because we're going to be using my copy uh, for the tournament. But I've yet to actually play it. <laughs> so, Shame on uh, you. <laughs> I know. I, I love the first one. I'm a huge fan of the first one. Um, I owned it on two different platforms because I, I first got it on the 360 and then upgraded to PS4 later. Um, so, you know, I, I really thought the, the story mode was fun and the characters are great. The extra skins that you could unlock were great. But this time, man, the roster is so huge. They even improved. Like, they took everything that they could have done better in the first game and actually implemented them this time around. So I'm very, very happy with it. Like, I'll give an example. Like, people complained that the uh, Star Labs missions didn't have good enough rewards or they didn't have uh, a more intricate tiering system. Mm. And better believe it they did that this time around and this time you're getting you know customizations points towards customizations um you're unlocking things as you go so you're able to you know really i mean you could really make like for me i like to see batman's five different suits you can change his armor you can change his leg armor you can change his cowl um each of those give different attributes it's amazing amazing yeah the level of detail is pretty intense. Uh, we're going to have to lock that stuff down for the tournament. Everyone's going to have just the basics um, to make it fair, of course. But I, I'm really excited that they've added so many new characters. One of my personal favorites is Dr. Fate, which yeah. I, I was shocked to see. He's very much like uh, – no, actually Swamp Thing is very surprising, and he's awesome. Um, Dr. Fate's very much like a – Green Lantern character, mm. which would be the counterpart to Ermac in the Mortal Kombat games. What's crazy is if you look at the balance of who's strongest characters, Deadshot, which you'll know why once you play him, and Captain Cold. Captain Cold was actually the highest rated fighter. Isn't that crazy? It is. And <clears throat> I mean, I guess that's kind of good news for his alternate skin, uh, which is Mr. Freeze. Um, Mr. Freeze has always been one of my favorite Batman villains, so I'm excited to be able to play as him. I was a little disappointed to find out that it was just an alt skin. Um, so do you do you have a favorite character at this point, now that you've been playing a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a big, big fan of, of Deadshot. Like, I like it a lot. He's got ricocheting bullets. He, he's got, obviously, his, <laughs> his strengths are projectiles. Um... Yeah, I I really like Deadshot a lot. That's cool. Yeah, his suit is awesome too. I'm excited to play Doctor Fate, uh, Starfire. I'm excited to check out Blue Beetle. Um, just a lot of these new characters seem like they could be a lot of fun to bring into the universe. So 
I'm glad they expanded it too. That's that was one of the things. I'm still a little disappointed because in Injustice they had Martian Manhunter in the background and they still didn't add on this game. <laughs> well, there's still some characters that are locked on the website. Um so I think like a half a dozen or so. So maybe he's one of them. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um somebody else I think is really good that uh I think with the right fighter Scarecrow is pretty phenomenal, man. Like, yeah, if you figure out how to play him with the hook, he can be pretty deadly. Okay. How do you feel about yeah, um, you know, Sub Zero being in this game where uh, Scorpion was in the first? Uh, in my opinion, I'm not sure if we're allowed to cuss in this new network, but it pisses me off because oh, we could do it. This is this is our show, man. We do what we want. It pisses me off. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why because um. It's a cop-out for me. It's like you're wasting a DLC on a character we've already played a million times. So I was very pissed off when they said Scorpion was the DLC because it's you literally buy him in a pack, right? And they didn't right. they didn't uh, offer single purchases at that point yet. And I didn't want to spend you know the seven or eight dollars. And basically three dollars or two fifty or two seventy two of that goes to Scorpion. Mm-hmm. I was kinda mad because I, I think it's just like a, a waste, man. You guys already <laughs> have this crazy unique roster. The the give me give me Rooster <laughs> Rooster Gold or uh or something like that. Well, they had done concept artwork for Static yeah. Shock. And that would have been really cool. I mean Static Shock for people a lot of people don't realize he's a DC hero. Um, but he is, and a lot of people, myself included, wish they would bring him back into the main fold. And, you know, I mean, Young Justice is coming back. They could easily bring him into that universe, or, and there's a million comic book series that he mm-hmm. could fit into, too. So I would love to have seen Static Shock. Now, the argument could be made that because we've seen Scorpion and Sub Zero a million times, that they're easier to make because of that. Yeah, right. I mean, but... does this does this because I haven't played yet. Does this Sub Zero play any different than his Mortal Kombat X counterpart? I, uh, from my experience, the Scorpion had basically the same moves. If you've played the MKs, the same moves. And, and I get the familiarity, uh, making it familiar for some people. Oh, this is a character I can pick up anytime. But I'm just like I said, it just pisses me off that you're wasting a DLC on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll no, I, I totally agree. So. Give me like if you're gonna have someone as obscure as Atrocitus, then you should probably just go ahead and add Martian Manhunter or somebody. And that's why my my hope is maybe he'll show up as one of these unlocked characters um, later on down the road. But you know we really have no way to know until they uh, they're announced, I guess. So we'll yeah. have to see. Let's let's bump up our our women roster. That that's where I will well, say I mean, Black they... Canary is one of my favorites. Awesome. I do feel like they 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 did bring in a lot of female characters. Not necessarily. I'm not saying an, you know enough one way or the other. But you know you've got Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Harley, of course. Um, you've got uh, Poison Cheetah. Ivy, Black Canary, Cheetah. Catwoman, Cheetah. Yeah. Um, Vixen is, is, an, is Vixen's an alternate skin for Cheetah, if I remember right. Um, and then you have Starfire, which I'm really excited to play Starfire because yeah. she's got some crazy powers. Well, she's so. going to be another Green Lantern type character, I feel. Yeah. You know, where everything you do is pretty much, it's a projectile, something you do from a distance. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Now, I would like to see, like, Batgirl or Batwoman. Right? Um, I'm not really sure why neither of them are in it. Uh, that seems a little weird. So, you know. Well, I'm also hoping that they do a DOJ skin for Batman. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be really cool. Well, I mean, how awesome would that be? But I, I will say I like I like Damian Wayne because um, he has a staff, but mm. he's a little obscure as well, in my opinion. If you have Damian Wayne, why can't we have Batgirl? Well, Damian's been he's been the main Robin for quite a while now, um, so he's like, anybody who's been reading, you know, in the New Fifty Two and now Rebirth, like that's your guy is uh, is Damian Wayne. Mm-hmm. So. Now, you know, I'd like to see a Nightwing. Nightwing would be cool. They've got Red Hood. so Which is pretty exciting, actually. I was actually very, very happy to hear that, that they're mm-hmm. working on, that that's going to be a character that's playable. Now, what I'd like to see is basically CW skins for all of their counterparts. <laughs> yes. You know, I think that would be really fun to have, you know, Melissa Benoist, Supergirl, and a uh, <laughs> Stephen Amell Arrow, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Grant's, um, you know, Grant's Flash, which... Mm-hmm. You could go, like, super deep and do, like, the John Diggle arrow from the Man. alternate future. How cool know, would that or... be? <laughs> or one-armed arrow or something like that if you wanted to go real crazy. See, that's the kind of DLC I would pay for. I mean, that's some fun stuff, right? Like, I mean, I... John, so, uh, those who don't know, John Stewart is my favorite Green Lantern, and he was a, an unlockable skin in the first Injustice. And I mean, that's that's a skin I would pay for because I yep. prefer him um, to like Hal Jordan, for, who is usually the the GL. So, which is annoying, but that's a different subject for a different time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but you know, there's so many Green Lanterns. It's just it doesn't always have to be Hal. So you know. I know that's the part that I'm saying is just like, why do we, why do we keep choosing how, like why? I don't know. He's not even the most interesting one, but, but, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> if you're into injustice, we're not going to go too deep into comic book stuff, but if you're into injustice and you want to see injustice too, uh, join us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash heroes podcast on Sunday, June 4th. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. We will be live streaming our tournament. Yes, we'll have a webcam, so you'll get to see what we look like. If you're curious how this will go, you can check out our two-part Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Tournament that's available on our YouTube channel now. We did a Grand Prix and a Battle Mode. Um, had two different winners, which was glorious. really cool. <laughs> it was fun. I, I did not participate. I just ran the stream. Uh, so I was the com- one of the commentators. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got on what what else is slated since the two weeks we've been out ah oh, man I mean there's just there's so many things um, so in the fighting game universe we, there's the new Street Fighter 2 ultra awesome super power up for the Nintendo Switch and uh, that uh, that's out and reviews have been very mixed uh, which is why I haven't picked it up yet have you picked it up I, I haven't, and um, from what from my understanding is, it's it's just overpriced for what you're getting, and it's it's sad to hear that because this was their opportunity to really um, you know kind of push the envelope, and and they tried to with some really weird modes like the Hadouken first person mode, and 
It's but just that like, seems to be the main complaint, though, is that yeah. most of the reviews I've read. But, let me rephrase that. I have yet to read a review that praised that game mode. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this was your chance to push the envelope and do things like that, but they executed it poorly, is, is what I'm getting at. So, <sighs> yeah. You have yeah. a really expensive Street Fighter 2, is what we're paying for. <laughs> Basically. And, I mean, it's tough because it is, you know, it's not the $60 AAA price like Injustice 2 is. Um, it's 40 for the physical game, it's on a physical cartridge and, and all mm-hmm. of that. And, I mean, look, back in the day, in the 90s, I'm, I mean, Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo would have been 40 or 60 bucks, right? So that was in the early 90s. So today it's technically cheaper. Um, I mean, yeah, but the part that <laughs> I'm looking at it is, like, inflation, <laughs> like... <laughs> Sure, those games would have costed that back then, and they, they, you know, they should cost more now. But you didn't have to really do a lot of. I mean, I guess they had to reformat it to make it on a new platform. But it's just like, from from my understanding, forty dollars is just not worth the price. Um, yeah. I mean, I I totally agree. Like for me, the the breaking point on that was twenty nine ninety nine. Like if if you came in at twenty nine ninety nine, I would have bought the game in a heartbeat. Well, that's why I'm kind of kicking myself for not pre-ordering it because both Amazon and Best Buy, since I have the Gamer Club, um, they get you 20% off pre-order. So then it comes down from 40 to 32. Right. I was going to say. I mean, you save eight bucks, and well, I mean, that's only two dollars more than what your line was. Well, you add in taxes. I'm five, bu- three bucks over what I wanted to spend. Four bucks over, and um... well, but if it, if it had come out at tw- at at um. At uh, twenty nine ninety nine, right? You still would have had tax on that. So I'm just saying, it's just two bucks more. That's all. It is. You're right. You're right. You know? so. <laughs> I, I just can't justify it. So yeah, um, I don't I blame you. It, and I love Street Street Fighter uh, two particularly, but this is a. I mean, people weren't fond of the new graphics either. Did you read that? Oh, really? Well? No, I had not heard that. I, I thought it looked really good. They not, said not it looked the, too not cartoony at points. And uh, really? I tend to agree with that, but there is a mode, not a mode, uh, a setting where you can go back to 8-bit. I mean, I guess it's a little confusing for me because Street Fighter V is still very cartoony. So I, I just thought that was the style they were going for because, let's face it, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat don't look the same on purpose. <laughs> no. Right? They're, they've never they've never intended to look the same. They're different kinds of games. Um, they're both fighting games, of course, but... They're different, and Injustice 2 is is different as well. So it never occurred to me to slam them on the graphics because that's what I expect a Street Fighter 2 game to look like. Isn't that weird, though? Like, I I mean, I will get the game when it goes down in price for sure. Um, Yeah. That's no doubt. Uh, or if you buy it, I will. Uh, I'll play it with you, and we'll we'll determine. I'll make the decision at that point. Um, That's fair. Yeah. But I, I I just feel like again like. What would I'm basically playing something that you guys could have put on the virtual console, and and for a well, if there was price. if there was a virtual console <laughs> later on in the year, I I feel like there's going they're working. Let's be honest, they're working that way. Like I feel like they're going that route, and and that would be stupid, and it would be a loss of money if they didn't. <clears throat> I mean, I certainly hope so, but I'll tell you this. With this game out now, if they actually release the virtual console the same way it was on the Wii and the Wii U, be they better pissed. give they better give people that Super Street Fighter 2 for free if you bought the new one. 
Oh yeah. Oh right? yeah. Or at least at a heavy discount. Yeah. Um, but, uh, or something. I don't know what, what I would do in that situation because the games are so similar. The Hadouken mode, I guess, is new, and there's a couple, like, it's going to have online play. What, what was that? No, I was just, like, oh, I was sorry. agreeing with you. Does yeah. that really justify the price that much? I don't know. I mean, the online play justifies it a bit because they have to have the infrastructure to support that, and previous versions didn't really have that to the same extent. That's fair. Um, some not at all, of course, and so... That's a big deal to have online play for that Street Fighter game. Obviously, Street Fighter V has a full online play, just like mo- all the modern fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'll get it at some point. It's just a matter of time. I'm not in a rush, mainly because Injustice 2 also just came out, and mm-hmm. that I was more interested in. Well, and that's, like you said, an eight, uh, eight, like an a bigger title that has realistic PS4 graphics uh, plays at 60 frames per second. But it's also, it's a new game with a new story and new characters mm-hmm. where street fighter two. I mean, I've, I have street fighter two and I have street fighter four and street fighter five. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I have all these street fighter games, so I'm excited to play a new injustice. So absolutely. I, I totally agree with you on that. Something I do want to talk about though, while we're kind of on that subject is, um, the virtual console and yeah. basically obviously Nintendo's kind of working in that direction. I have to say I mean I I'd like to hope so. I'm not sure that they've given us that idea though. I I feel like that's that's a missed opportunity if you don't, right? It's confusing if you don't cuz I mean they've made it clear that the Wii U is done. Uh while there are still games coming out for it, none of them are first party which Let's be honest, you get Nintendo consoles for the first-party titles mostly. Um, and so, you know, Zelda Breath of the Wild in March was the last first-party title for the Wii U. Uh, the Wii's been done for quite some time, of course. And uh, at this stage, you've had people like me who have bought a lot of games, in some cases three times, uh, to get mm-hmm. it back in the day, and then on the Wii, and then upgrade it to the Wii U, and in some cases maybe also get it on the 3DS, like Super Mario World I also own on 3DS. So, for the Switch, I feel like you have to have a virtual console for people um, who are new to it, and people who have been using it for the last, you know, the Wii came out in 2006, so the last 11 years we've been using a virtual console on Nintendo, so it's become a staple. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's I I have mixed opinions on that, but <clears throat> yeah, you're totally right. It, based on previous, uh, you know, marketing implores or whatever they you want to call it, it's just you have all this content, and it, it, why not make extra money on it? Because people want to buy it on all of their systems, right? Yeah, I mean, the truth is that, you know, if you want to charge me the dollar to upgrade my Wii U games to a Switch game like you did from the Wii to the Wii U, I mean, fine, but just do it already. Let's, let's get there so I can put my, you know, I, I, you know, I can put my games on the Switch and enjoy what I, I've, I'm used to playing. So, so I'm going to kind of switch gears here. Um, let's talk about that, that article that was, that came out that, um, Nintendo was discussing Unreal Engine 4.16, launching games through that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's what's your opinion on that, man? I mean, it's obviously a very big deal. Um, Unreal Engine 
yes. is is huge is used so much, um, and it's really fantastic graphic quality if if you need it to be, and for the Switch to be able to support that, and in four four point one six, it's fully supported now, fully supported. Um, with, I mean, per the per the actual Unreal Engine website. Epic is proud to announce fully featured native support for the popular platform in Unreal Engine 4.16. So, I mean, that's a, a, that's a quote straight from Unreal Engine. That's full support natively. It's awesome. So this is a big deal. Uh, the big, whether or not this will succeed is just going to come down to what games are available. Will people use it? So, um, well, yeah, I mean, look at the way EA handles games. Basically, they say, well, we're not going to develop for the Wii U because nobody's developing for the Wii U. And that becomes cyclical because if that, if everybody's waiting on everybody else, then nothing ever gets done, right? So they're doing the same thing with the Switch. They're having their special version of FIFA. And Unreal Engine will run into the same issues if people don't start developing for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first game built on the Unreal Engine to release on Switch will be Rhyme, which comes out on most platforms. Uh, I think it's out now on most platforms, but the Switch one's delayed a couple of months, I'm assuming because support for uh, Unreal Engine 4 just dropped, you know, last week. Um, but at that point, you know, what what else is going to come out on Switch? And, I mean, I don't really have a lot of answers for that right now, but that's going to determine how long it's supported because if games don't come out using Unreal Engine 4, they'll just drop support because why bother supporting a title that, or supporting a platform that nobody's developing for? Definitely. No, I 100% agree with that. If they're going to make their move, they need to do it before they drop their online um, platform here in November. Um, I mean, yeah. stuff needs to. I, I'm just saying things need to move um, before that day, and I'm sure they're putting that pressure on on people. I mean, it's strange because the Switch is selling like crazy. They uh, rumors are that Nintendo is pushing production to an extreme limit um, to to even compete with other 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 companies producing stuff in factories so Nintendo can get the factory space. You know, people got mad that Nintendo's answer about the NES Classic shutting down production was that Nintendo needs to focus on on producing the Switch. But I think that's true. I think, you know, there's only so many factories in the world. And I think that Nintendo decided this is what they have to focus on. The future is Switch. The future is not mm-hmm. the NES Classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the NES Classic was, in my opinion, just a test. I feel like they were just testing it. Like I, I still to this day will will stand by that they wanted to see what the um you know what the interest is on on something like that and I again it just supports the virtual console theory again um I just feel like they they knew they they tested it and they the results were much po- more positive than they expected and they they are uh, and when I say they I say Nintendo is. They're going to be doing something here soon. I, I have a feeling. Um, well, I mean, I, I hope you're right. I, I would really like to see the uh, the virtual console show up. So, um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Was there any other news you wanted to cover? 
Um, well, speaking of Nintendo, there are some screenshots that have supposedly leaked. There's not confirmation yet of Super Smash Brothers for Switch. Oh, yeah, juicy details. So these are really interesting, um, and they've kind of been reported all over at this point. I've looked at them on several different different sites and things like that, so I don't know where this originated, so I apologize to uh, whoever cracked the story. Uh, but there's some crazy stuff here where you've got, like, split-screen levels of, you know, two and even four screens. Um, I mean, I don't even know how that works. Um, maybe you're doing some type of timed competition of you know, killing uh, NPC characters or something like that. But, you know, they've got remastered 3DS stages, and it looks super, super sharp. Do you think that these are real? I do. Uh, Everyone knows that rumors tend to have a little bit of truth to them, and I I really do think, I'm, I'm convinced that these are real, and I'm convinced that, they would be silly not to make uh, Smash Bros for the Switch, um, even if it's even if it's a rehash of of an old Smash Bros um, with some updated features. I expect an announcement for this game at E3. Yeah, um, definitely. N- Nintendo has the second largest space at E3 behind Sony. Uh, Microsoft comes in with Xbox at, at third, and I expect this to be an announcement. My my gut is telling me that it'll be for next year. But what wouldn't it be just unreal if Nintendo at E3 came out and said Smash Brothers is coming out this Christmas? Um, I think it's not likely because of Mario Galaxy. That's my. You, you mean uh, you mean Odyssey? Odyssey. Sorry, I don't know why I said yeah. Galaxy. Uh, Mario Odyssey. I think they want Mario Odyssey to sell, and they don't want to stand in that way. I think it's like here, here's the thing though. Do you think because Mario and Smash Brothers have such large followings, do you think those two games would really compete for each other in sales or do you think that having those two games launch in the fall would cause so many people to purchase a Switch that it would just crush the market? Yeah. I do, but it's it's a risky gamble. <laughs> like honestly, it's just that's a, I mean, it's 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 only kind of risky though because the Smash Brothers game would be mostly a port, I would imagine, like Mario Kart. So it doesn't need the same type of development cycle, and it's a game that has a lot of clout. A lot of people love the franchise. Mario's the same way, but they're very different games. People who play one don't necessarily play the other, and I would imagine that a huge group of people would walk out their door right now if they could go in and pick up a Switch and Smash Brothers. Uh, oh, I would buy that in a heartbeat. So, I mean, yeah, for sure. Hands down. Like, I don't, I think that's a little too crazy for this year, though. Yeah. I, I think that's too crazy. I really my, do. My, the real question for me is how will they handle the controllers? Because for the Wii U, you could actually buy, and I, I do have it, um, an adapter that lets you plug in GameCube-style controllers. They even made brand new ones uh, for, for the new Smash Brothers, so you could use GameCube controllers. You, do, you, do you think they would come up with any kind of solution for the Switch, or would we have to use the pros? Pro. Um, you know, it would be smart of Nintendo to create a specific, just, you know, got to pile on that, that, uh, <laughs> merchandising, uh, to make us, uh, 
Smash Bros. GameCube-esque type controller, which is supported through Bluetooth or, or whatever their controllers go through. Uh, is it infrared or what is it? What um, do their controllers use? It's, the Pro. Uh, is it infrared? I think it's, I think it's Bluetooth. Okay, so... It, yeah, it would be smart no, no, it's not. It's not Bluetooth. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not Bluetooth because you can't use Bluetooth headphones. It's a proprietary communication. Okay, so it, it would be smart to make a GameCube style controller that has, I don't know, let's say the Smash Bros logo on it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, I mean, they they did that for the Wii U, but it was still cabled. I wonder if maybe yeah, if they could come up with a wireless version with no lag. That I would be the only issue. I imagine it's already in the works. I imagine it's already in the works. <laughs> If not, then we'll be playing with pros. I mean, yeah. maybe they, maybe they and, and they could go the other way too. They could just be like, well, we're making a new standard for Smash Bros, and it's going to be the pro controller. Well, I think, you know, if whatever they do, I will say, and this is somewhat related, there's a company out there that uh, creates these, uh, it's 8 BitDo, um, and they create these controllers, classic video game controllers. Uh, that work on modern platforms that are so cool. <laughs> mostly Bluetooth based. However, um, all of their controllers now, except for the Zero, with a firmware update, will work on Switch. So cool. So now I was going to pick up the Super Nintendo version, and it's already sold out. So, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, but they're super affordable. They're only like thirty-five, forty bucks instead of the eighty or seventy for the Joy Cons and the Pro. If so. if Nintendo was smart, they would be cashing in on that and saying, "Hey, we'll mass produce a Nintendo version of this." Just saying. Yeah, no, I'm with you there, man. Totally sure. with you. Well, they obviously gave them the rights to produce it, so I feel like it's weird that Nintendo wouldn't just go, "Hey, well, we're going to produce it too." Well, part of it is trademarking. You know, the the, uh, the Super Nintendo is over 20 years old now. Um, so trademarks, you know, are, are kind of expired. It's why you don't see a lot of N64 stuff yet, um, cause it's a newer console, but you see all the old stuff. Yeah. But know. the fact that somebody has made it work with a proprietary, um, infrared system is, is unique itself. Well, yeah, I think the infrared's really just used for the motion controls. I, I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, it's it's a proprietary communication. I'm drawing a blank. I, I knew I all of that stuff when the Switch came out, and it's been, you know, two, three months, so I don't remember anymore. Yeah, yeah no worries. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not, I'm not quizzing you. There might be people out there that, that are quizzing you, but I'm not. So let's, let's say this. If you know what the Nintendo <laughs> Switch's communication Comment. protocol is... <laughs> Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. You can email us. We uh, we have an email address now because of, of how things work. So you can you can email us too. So so can people still win a free video game? Yes, people can. That's right. So if you go to iTunes and you find Gamer Heroes on iTunes, or go to HeroesPodcast.com and click on the Gamer Heroes iTunes link, and you drop us a review, whatever that review is you are entered to win a free video game. When we reach 10 reviews, we will pick one of you at random, and you will win that game. It does not have to be a five-star review. However, if you leave us a review and you say something that is either positive or funny or worth noting, I promise that we will read it on the show. Boom. Guys, so there you, go. you know what you need to do. And watch the That's Injustice trailer. Watch our Injustice tournament. <laughs> yes, watch our Injustice tournament. Please do that. That will be a lot of fun this weekend, June 4th. Um, 
check us out on Twitch. We've got some video game streams out on YouTube. Uh, we've got our whole network, the Heroes Podcast Network. We have two other shows. Screen Heroes is another podcast that uh, comes out every Wednesday, and you can check them out as well. And then we have a web series called Costume Couture, uh, which uh, focuses on cosplay and costuming, and that's on our YouTube channel. So go to heroespodcast.com, check us out. John, I think that's it for us this week, man. I think we're good to go, guys. It's good to be back. Again, check out some Injustice Tournament. I know you I know you guys are considering buying it. Let me give you some reasons. So, visually. come 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 watch <laughs> us uh, fumble through it and button mash while John's a master. By the I time mean, we get I to... told you 15 minutes here and there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I will talk to you later. Everybody have a good week. We will catch you next time. Have a good one, guys. Number 8. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.